Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Royal Miles Hell. This is Sunday, January 15th, 2023. This service was recorded on January the 8th, Baptism of Our Lord. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Lynn Banderob. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lecturer is Lisa Farley. Thank you to an anonymous donor for sponsoring this week's broadcast. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning. morning. We're going to celebrate the baptism of Jesus this morning. And so we're starting at the front at our baptismal font. And there's just a few more are, are gathering with us this morning. Later in the worship service, you'll have an opportunity to come forth and receive the sign of the cross on your forehead in water. As a beginning of 2023, as we receive new revelations from our Lord. So let us uh, begin on page 97 of your hymnal with our thanksgiving for baptism. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, joined in Christ in the waters of baptism, we are clothed with the mercy of God's mercy and forgiveness. Let us give thanks for the gift of baptism. We give you thanks, O God, for in the beginning your spirit moved over the waters. And by your word you created the world, calling forth life in which you took delight. Through the waters of the flood you delivered Noah and his family. Through the sea you led your people Israel from slavery into freedom. And at the river your son was baptized by John and anointed by the Holy Spirit. By water and your word you claim us as sons and daughters. We praise you in making us heirs of your promise and servants to all. We praise you for the gifts of water that sustain life. And above all, we praise you for the gift of new life in Jesus Christ. Shower us with your spirit and renew our lives with your forgiveness, grace, and love. To you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Would you join your voices and mine in the prayer of the day found in your celebrate insert? O God, our Father, at the baptism of Jesus, you proclaimed him your beloved Son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit. Make us all who are faithful to their calling to be your daughters and sons, and empower us all with the Spirit through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. The first reading is from Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 through 9, with the following preface. God's servant is endowed with God's spirit in order to bring justice to the nations. The servant will not exercise authority boisterously or with violence, nor will weariness ever prevent the fulfilling of the servant's task. God's old promises have been fulfilled. The servant's new assignment is to bring light to the nations. The reading. Here is my servant whom I am uphold my chosen in whom my soul delights. 
I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. The word of the Lord. The second reading is from Acts chapter 10, verses 34 to 43, with the following preface. Peter crosses the sharp religious boundary separating Jews from Gentiles and proclaims the good news of God's inclusive forgiveness in Jesus' name to Cornelius, a Roman centurion. As a result of Peter's preaching, Cornelius and his family become the first Gentiles to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. The reading. Peter began to speak to Cornelius and his household. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. And Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, 
Suddenly the heavens opened to him and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, to whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. I think there's something to be said that um, the narrative of Jesus' birth is recorded in two Gospels, Matthew and Luke, but Jesus' baptism is recorded in all four Gospels. So what is it about Jesus' baptism that was so important that all the Gospel writers had to give us an account of Jesus' baptism? What was so important? Here it is. Jesus' baptism, it affirms his identity and his commission. It signifies that he is completely faithful to fulfill God's will, which means being an agent of God's saving presence for us. Affirms his identity and commission. It shows his faithfulness to God's will. And he is now an agent for forgiveness and salvation for us. That's a big deal. And so all of that was made known to Joseph when the angel said to him in a dream, remember these words, Mary will bear a son and you will name him Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. And then the angels to the shepherds. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord. And when Mary and Joseph took Jesus to the temple to be dedicated, it says this, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. So Jesus' baptism again affirms his identity and his commission. It signifies his commitment and fulfillment of God's will. And it means he's being an agent of God's saving presence for us, all of us. Those that have come before us, those that will come after us, and those of us right now. And I said, that's, that's a pretty big deal. That now heaven has come to earth to meet us. And perhaps that's why those authors of the four Gospels made sure that they included an account of Jesus' baptism for us. And so when I'm preparing a sermon and I'm listening to sermons, I always ask, so what? So what? What's it matter? What will it do for me tomorrow morning when I get up to go to work? Let's look at our scripture to find out the so what. Our scripture passage says, and I want you when you're hearing these words to listen for the verbs and the adverbs. 
Remember those adverbs are the things that end in L-Y, typically, right? All right, grammar lesson 101. When Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Just as he came up, suddenly the heavens opened up. Suddenly God broke into this earth. Suddenly God acted and the barriers that separate us from God is wide open. God's no longer behind this firmament that they say in Genesis, but now is here right with us. Not distant in the clouds, but with us right now. Right now. In the waters of baptism. Jesus came up from the water. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove. The voice from heaven said, This is my Son. Just as He came up, the dove came down and they met together. This union, this relationship of us and God met in the waters of baptism. And it didn't come in thundering, right? Something to scare us. It came in like a dove. Like our second window. This dove coming down and Jesus coming up in that relationship of God and us coming beautifully together not in a thunder but in this beautiful dove coming down. This active participation of our triune God. The sun that's coming up out of the water. The spirit that's descending like a dove and God speaking. So this amazing triune God in relationship with one another all coming to meet with us. In that moment, the divinity of God in heaven and on earth is joined by the Holy Spirit. One God revealed to us in this moment of frankly incredible glory. Incredible glory important for us to know that this all took place in the presence of a gathered community. Everybody was able to see and hear. Sometimes you just can't tell people, you have to show people and that's what God did. All this word of who Jesus was going to be through the angels to Joseph and to Mary and to the shepherds and to Simeon. And now God is showing us that all of that is true and it's here now for us. It's not a private matter. Our baptism was never a private matter. It was done in the congregation. As we come together as a community, as we commit our abilities to teach and to bring up the little ones in faith, Through Jesus' baptism, we all get to witness and hear and see who's 
he is and thereby who we are and whose we are. And God laid claim on him in those bold words. This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. God also says almost the exact same phrase when they're up on the Mount of Transfiguration. And he declares again who Jesus is and whose he is. Sometimes you have to show people you just can't tell them. And so in our baptism, we're brought into the community of God, aren't we? And with one another, and we discover in baptism who we are by hearing definitively whose we are. That is crucial in a world that tries to make us doubt at every turn what's important and who we are. In our hymnal, I think I'm not actually have you grab the hymnal. Turn to page 225. Page 225. There's a lot of things in our hymnals besides hymns, and some of them are wonderful teachings. And so in the preface of baptism, it tells us exactly why our baptism is important. So if someone says, well, what's it matter to be baptized? Here it is. Here's your answer. It says that our triune God delivers us from the forces of evil. That's pretty darn good right there. Sign me up for that one. Puts our sinful self to death and gives us new birth. Adopts us as children and makes us members of the body of Christ the church. Why is baptism so important? Why are we spending an entire Sunday talking about baptism? Because it matters. It sets us up for the rest of our life. Why? Because it delivers us from evil. Whew. There's some of that going around. I want to be delivered from that. I want Jesus to be right beside me. Puts our sinful selves to death. It puts Jesus first in our lives. It gives us new birth every single day. Baptism is not a one and done event. We live out our baptism every single day. We celebrate it on a specific day in a congregation and in a community. But we literally live out our baptism every day. Those promises go with us every single day. To deliver us from evil. To deliver us from sin. To make us whole and in relationship with Jesus Christ. And make us members of this amazing body of Christ. It really is a living relationship with our triune God. Because God made that obvious. That it's a relationship. Because our triune God was present at that baptism as Jesus rose. The dove, the spirit descended. And God spoke. It's a relationship with God and one another so that we are the light of the world for the sake of the kingdom of heaven here and now. And isn't this a most important time to be present as God's children, the light of the world as a time like this as we come into 2023. And so our baptism calls us to participate in the life of the church and it unites and upholds us together in a community of faith. 
It says that Christ's church matters. This place matters or you wouldn't be here. This place matters, I wouldn't be here. This place matters. And it has for a long time. And it continues to matter. Being a part of a specific congregation matters. And how you participate in tangible ways matters. Your presence matters. And so in 19, or 2023, that's right, 2023, not 1923. <laughs> you know, we get talking about uh, resolutions, and I, I got to tell you, I, I've never been a fan of that because I hate failing. I've done it a lot, but I don't want to set myself up for it. So in 2023, I decided... I would rather have a revelation. A revelation of who God is in my life. And who God is in your life. And so that really does start with the waters of baptism. Because that is where we have a revelation of who God truly is in our life. That relationship of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so, in a short while, you will have an opportunity to come and receive a reminder of your baptism, an affirmation of your baptism, by receiving the cross on your forehead in water and receiving a blessing of your baptism as a revelation to begin 2023 of who God truly is in your life, in our life together as a community of faith. Let us pray. God, we thank you for the waters of baptism. Lord, we thank you that your son rose from the water, your dove descended from the firmament, and you spoke over all of it. In this divine majesty of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Lord, awaken our hearts in this year to the revelation of who you are in our life. We pray all of this in the power and authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. Called together to follow Jesus, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Calling God, you speak with power to your church. Open our hearts and minds to the new things you are declaring. Strengthen bishops and pastors, deacons and lay leaders, and teachers of the faith. Equip the baptized for your reconciling and redeeming work. Merciful God, renewing God, you provide the waters of the earth and in Jesus' baptism you reveal the waters of life. Cleanse and protect oceans, rivers, and watersheds. Bring relief to parched lands and to the communities without access to safe water. Merciful God, righteous God, you never weary of establishing justice. Increase cooperation and constructive dialogue between nations. Guide local and national and international authorities to govern with equity, vision, and integrity. We pray for those in military service, specifically Ben Harms, David Frankfurt, Trevor Owen, 
and dust and stern, for peacemakers and for our enemies. Merciful God, abiding God, your mercy is steadfast. Give sanctuary to people who free from oppression, war, poverty, and famine. Sustain health care workers, caregivers, first responders, counselors, and all who help and heal. Comfort those who are grieving and are in need of your healing presence. We pray for Joyce Bolkin, David Dirks, Etta's grandson, Helen Harms, Judy Skay, Riker John Gravel, son of Kayla and Griffin, Teresa Engelbart, Henry and Lois Poppy, Kalinda Stadmuller, Sandy Jensen, and Charles Walters, George's brother. Merciful God, blessing God, in Christ you gather the beloved community. Kindle the gifts of your spirit in your people. Accompany the newly baptized, those who recently are ordained and beginning a new ministry. Inspire synodical leaders and congregational councils to serve with imagination and wisdom. Merciful God. Promising God, your faithfulness endures throughout all generations. We give thanks to those who have died in Christ, trusting that you will be united with them and all the saints in Christ's resurrection life. Merciful God. To bring, we bring to you our needs and hopes, O God, trusting your wisdom and power revealed in Christ crucified. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. We will gather our noisy offering, so we'll call all the little kids up and some of the bigger kids up and collect our noisy offering. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us and what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love. Through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Please. So I invite you to come as you desire uh, to receive the sign of the cross in water, to be reminded of the endless love and mercy of God. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O God. That through the waters of holy, of through the water and the Holy Spirit, you give us new birth, cleanse us from our sin, and raise us to eternal life. Stir up in your people the gift of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Praise and thanks to you, holy God, for your word and water. You made all things. You spoke into light, into darkness. You called forth beauty from chaos and brought life into being. For your word of life, O God. By your word, you called your people Israel to tell of your wonderful gifts, freedom and captivity, water on the desert journey, a pathway home from exile, Wisdom for life with you. For your word of life, O oh God. 
Through Jesus, your word made flesh, you speak to us and call us to witness. Forgiveness through the cross, life to those entombed by death, the way of your self-giving love. For your word of life, O God. Send your spirit of truth, O God, rekindle our gifts within us, renew our faith, increase our hope, and deepen our love for the sake of a world in need. Faithful to your word, O God, draw near to all who call on you, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory forever. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. So then receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and give you grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Go in peace remembering your baptism. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.